If we can call them friends, then we can call them on the telephones. And they won't pretend that they're too busy or they're not alone. And if we can call them friends, then we can call. Holler at them down these hallowed halls. Just don't let the human factor be a factor. the third level of platforms we are now it was to be uh, continued and is, it the, is this the underwater world continuing world three is world three is the underwater <laughs> world yes indeed <laughs> thank you um, so what are you talking about it's not hedgehog no just the general classic world three Yes. <laughs> uh, we used to, we used to play a lot of Super NES. <clears throat> yeah. And welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad again, producing more content for your ear brains, the little brains in your ears. I'm Max. I'm Olin. He's Max. I. That's Olin. Olin. I am Olin. I'm Max. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, mm. sir, announce yourself. Yes. Welcome to space. Yes. Dear listeners, this is Mike. Mike. Yes. 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 Bow, bow, bow. yes. <laughs> yes. Just letting your glasses slide down your face until they are basically wearing them on your chin. <laughs> um, welcome, dear listener, back to... Uh, Back to this, the land where you're allowed to think freely about things that are real and not just live in the bullshit world of hype, discourse, and the uh, in, 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 uh, in, infinite grift. That's what I was looking for. Uh, uh. <laughs> so in, our, in, 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 are, are, are <laughs> we, we uh, our heroes we last left them uh, pondering the use and misuse 
of social platforms, of uh, of discourse and measurement, and uh, various other types of of improperly sized phone chargers, languages in of, in general uh, when you can't speak them or you can't. That's that's a platform. Of all getting together in a fucking group and attempting to agree on shit, even though there's no party, need. the party structure, the traditional party structure, is just a platform for fucking democratic centralism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now Olin's here, so we get to have more fun. In, Indeed. Yes, <laughs> we get to talk about what is to be done by Vladimir Ilyich Ulinov, and what was to be done, as is uh, known by all good communists. What was to be done was make a fucking newspaper so that everyone is on the same page. Mm, but now what is to be done is to make an, a podcast and then make a Patreon at patreon.com slash biocosm so that everyone is on the same grift where we just redistribute unemployment <laughs> money around all the podcasts in a giant circle jerk. And that's fucking basically finance as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and as Patreon siphons this fucking <laughs> welfare check, they, because they have the platform, and that's the essential thing. I we felt slowly approach the hyper financialization and collapse mode of our society. The all, all all income and wealth belongs to Patreon, and all they use it for is to platform themselves, talking, telling you that you should start a Patreon to fulfill the creator within you. <laughs> so the thing about Patreon and about all platforms um, that are capitalist. The, the essential distinction about platform capitalism and about capitalism in general is that it takes platforms and it encloses them and it extracts rents. It extracts rents. This is true. It parasitic- That's the fundamental point. Because if you have a fucking newspaper and you have a party structure and your party has a fucking argument and comes to an agreement, then that newspaper is now being a giant fucking megaphone declaring that you have come to an agreement and everyone else who disagrees is full of shit. No, everyone else. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I. Uh, I see. I see. Olin has patched in the uh, intergalactic sonic uh, sound bank. <laughs> the worst possible radio sound and the most ubiquitous. I don't know. I don't know. It's I'll never. That's the perfect there's, there's no podcast that doesn't use that. There's nobody that doesn't want it. I never want to listen to it, but I always want to hit that button. That's why I don't have to. <laughs> Go. Yes. All right. Anyway, uh, so extracting rents um, is the is the essential capitalist thing to do is to say, look, this is my public square where you park your food cart. So though you are feeding the people and the people are giving you money, I need some of that because this is my square. And yeah. that's right. That's that's the essential critique of capital is that the means of production are being squatted on by private ownership. Yeah. Right. There is a platform called McDonald's, and McDonald's sells French fries. And McDonald's needs a shitload of potatoes to sell its French fries. But when McDonald's closes down due to COVID-19, it takes a whole fucking 
110 days to produce a quality russet potato for McDonald's French fry. But it takes roughly 10 minutes for McDonald's to be told, actually, no, you're closed. <laughs> and so, that seems like a mismatch of scheduling. In this public square where you are paying rent to McDonald's by way of eating their fucking non-food, there is always, always an equal and opposite hole in Idaho where the unused potatoes are buried. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's, that's terrifying, actually. Honestly, I want to go swim in it. I saw a photo of it. I want to go fucking bury myself in it like a ball pit and just upside down and just starve to death eating potatoes until I oh die. Yeah, you probably escape from fucking pesticides first. For every fucking good, for every business, there's a customer. And for every customer, there's a broke guy. And for every citizen, there's a barbarian. For every white person, there's a black person. There's probably 10 black people, actually. But at the hole in Idaho where the potatoes are buried is where your votes go. Your mail-in vote is getting you buried. Did that, spot. You did that bit on the last pod. I know, but that's like a hugely <laughs> important thing is that like for every platform that charges rent, there is waste. And we are waste. Mm-hmm. Well, to, well let, let me, let me uh, bring this down to a uh, real perspective as a tiny capitalist. Um, tiny capitalist. I, I, I sell books for money, so. Um, a petit bourgeois. Um, yeah, yeah. A, the the small booger, as it was known in French <laughs> during the time of the Russian Revolution. Little bogey. Uh, <laughs> the little bogey. Yeah. So, so. As a, as a as a merchant, a mer- member of the mercantile societies of my time, um, I purchase and sell books, and I use a space to do that in. And that space, I rent that actually from somebody, and and because of because land is the original platform. And if you go back to like Georgias and shit like that, you see like, which is Georgism is weird and not left and pretty weird like conservative loony bin shit but their whole idea was like land is the only value all taxes will be land taxes the only people who will be taxed will be owners or users of land owners of land and so uh the owner of the platform is the one that is taxed is that what you're saying the, the I, pay rent, I pay rent to the fucking owner of the land right i pay rent to the owner of the land but then i also extract a rent by my ownership of the capital, which is shelves. Shelves to, on which to store books alphabetically. That's all the capital I have. Shelves and like a couple of computers. So, and all these books, which are just stock, they're not capital. They don't, not the means of production of books or the means of production of sales of books. I don't really produce books. I just, I don't really produce any, I'm, I'm a parasite upon the production of books by other people. All I do is like make a space and I say, hey, you can bring your books here and sell them to me or I will sell you books, but I will always sell you books for more than I will buy books from you for. Thus, I will. The the American Kulak that you are, that that class of people seems to historically not understand, is the what you're doing is distributive labor. You do labor, you get paid for it. It is nice to be able to know where the books are and have them alphabetized. 
we pay you for this it is good i spend right. time not doing things thus i give that time to the hole in idaho that is you <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right and actually my my company is organized in such a way that we all just are like uh not making any not the company is not making money in any particular way but we are getting paid a wage so really really it is like it is appropriate but that's why i'm interested in cooperatives is because they're a way of still having appropriate ethics not becoming a, a fucking villain small business tyrant but also making money and not having a boss see all these things if you see them all lined up in a row you gotta fucking take that shot metaphorically yeah what is, a, what is an example of that? What does that look like to you? The ideal situation. Thank you for asking. I'm so glad you're here. Um, yes. Mike never asked me what I think. <laughs> I would never ask anyone what their ideal situation was. I feel like it's a hostile <laughs> question. I actually thought someone <laughs> asked that on the internet today. They said some shit like, uh, what, is, what would be your ideal imaginary things that you would do? Yeah. Give me so the things that are precious to you so that I might refute them. No, they didn't refute them. They were like, what would be the most cool thing we could do with social media that would be impossible, but it would be utopian and cool? And all the responses were like, we could make gated communities for people with blue checks. And um, and it was, and it was, yeah, it was definitely idiot bait, and I would never ask people for what their ideal situation is. But let me tell you, what I'm talking about is uh, uh, probably syndicalism, although I refuse to use old words. I only want to use new words, new or rejuvenated words, not old ones. What's the new word for syndicalism? Hustle, federated hustling, hustle federation. Homeism is like an, uh, a fantastic philosophy being developed simultaneously, but what I'm talking about is more specifically economic. Like, homeism is generally you want to feel like you live with everybody on this planet. So you're all homies. You all live in the same fucking house, essentially. Mm. You want to be able to grill. All it's like just the grill. Everybody uses the grill. It's good. But what I'm talking about is, what I'm talking about is a way refuted the grillism the other day, which that's a whole conversation. That's a different pod. At some point, we need to talk about the grill. Right. What do you think um, about? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be having Marcos from Ain't Shit Show on to talk about grilling and homeism on B, insert day here. How many times am I going to say the uh, in my life and be recorded on this podcast? Just, just like not knowing what I'm going to say, but trying to hold space so that I can have my thought come through in the pipe. Um, the pipeline of my brain, not, not the crack pipe. Tell us about your ideal situation, Rex. Yes. What if we owned the Carhartt Hicken Hall platform system, which is a system of, if you don't recall this, of uh, loops and hooks designed by Carhartt Incorporated International to allow you to hook your your various objects together perfectly so you can have your beer koozie that holds three beers cold and attach it to the outside of your backpack like a fanny pack for your backpack that hooks in using the hook and haul and it's easily it's like tactical 
without yet, the murder implications. It's, yes, it's tactical for construction core chic. Um, the whole, I mean, everybody knows the first thing you should do when you put on a piece of something that was made by Carhartt is cut the fucking ugly ass logo off of it so that everybody doesn't know that you're wearing Carhartt. Otherwise, you're not cool. But the other thing is the hook and haul system. If we owned that collectively somehow, right? We we could we could all build new things on it, but we would also benefit from the collective ownership of the platform. But also, people wouldn't be able to build on the platform unless we wanted them to. And this is achieved by a licensing, which I talked about on I think season four, episode nine, called the peer production license. And licensing is a trick that has very usefully worked for open source and uh, like Creative Commons stuff. You can do it on the current software, the current platform of capitalism and fucking law and ideology. You can do it right now today to get money with your friends. It's just like start inventing shit and and or collecting data sets and cleaning them up, creating value that is virtual and can be copied. 3D models that can be 3D printed, all that shit, and then release it with a pure production license, with a, a copy far left license or something like it, that says, this can be reproduced for non-commercial use. It can also be reproduced for commercial use only by worker-owned or employee-owned companies. Uh, I have thoughts about how the United States should be on the metric system and how that would occur in a political fashion. And I also have thoughts about how the United States should be a command economy driven by something more like how HTML is fucking regulated. Uh, Wait, isn't HTML like kind of a, um, what's the word for that? A bunch of sweaty fucking dorks invented it and then everybody's using it and they maintain a spot where you can figure out what it is and then you can add to it, you can change it, you can use something else. It won't arrest you if you tried to come into their territory. Yeah. Uh, you know, the. Yeah, uh, but use it to make Facebook also. That's the yeah. problem with the free and open source movement is that it said anyone can use this for commercial reasons for any reason because they believed in free markets and shit and the wisdom of like enterprise and innovation because they're all under a psyop from the 1970s. Yeah. What I would like to see is a cybernetic Soviet. Is a fucking free and open source society that is communist in the best possible way where you can have kulaks and they can be assholes and you can make fun of them, but you don't have to kill them in order to live. Oh, man. I feel like man. that's unreasonable. The guy at the like, book distributory is such a fucking dweeb. Hate going to have to talk to him. He's always too high to talk. The uh, the people in Springfield, when the BLM went over to Springfield and all the small businesses were freaked out because they just got fucked in the ass by COVID, they were out in front of their businesses with guns because Fox and Fox News told them the BLM was coming to fuck up their small business, which is not the case. And it needs to be communicated that we're not here to fuck up your personal venture or your personal experience or your American dream. We are here to fucking organize the potatoes being removed from the hole and being brought into the houses of the hungry. Yeah. yeah. That is a different thing. If you stand in the way of it because you are freaked out and don't know what's going on, you're gonna get fucking steamrolled. 
because we need to eat. We need to fucking communicate with each other. We need to figure out how to do the things. Like you were saying, we need a fucking platform for communism. We need a, a platform for living together and being nice to each other. We need to be able to be nice to each other. We're not able to be nice to each other now. It's not economically plausible. And the economy is a fucking tyrant. And like... The, uh... Like, we don't have the fucking ability to... We we don't even have the ability to grieve. Any grieving I could do right now, because it's recorded, is bullshit. Uh, Yeah, we don't do anything performative on this show. Only bits. (laughs) Just bits. Yeah. Humor. Yeah. Grief is a complicated thing, also. And, yeah. Grieving... That's just a weird idea. Like, grieving on a podcast? Like... Oh my god! Oh, I guarantee I have I have I have been I have been texted by ladies that are like, "Listen, you got to check out this podcast about grieving for the earth and your grandmothers and everybody." And you start to listen to it, and just immediately you can feel your knees start to wobble. The the voice in it is like, "Welcome to the Healing for the Earth podcast." Hail Pagan! Help. Help. Oh my god. We all need help! Alright. Oh no. No, listen, listen. Yeah. This is that podcast just for dudes. So. No, Earth is sad. We leave. <laughs> I guess we I the time I mean, This is also complicated. Uh oh. Huh? It was Uh-oh. too complicated. It was you too deep complicated. Back again. For a second, oh. I thought that you said enough. You were like, fuck this, it's too complicated, and you're out. <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> you motherfuckers are sad right now. I can't handle this. Man, I keep getting I keep getting deplatformed for saying stuff. Yeah, I, I mean. Get... <laughs> exactly. That's it. We we found it. Grief. The per- the perfect sound for grief. I think maybe I'm fucking up the conversation a little bit, inserting like um, talking about systems and then talking about like uh, like human content, like emotional content. Yeah. Fucks up the conversation about systems. But they. But that is all. It's all the same shit eventually. Like the hole in Idaho, the reason I keep going back to it is because like while all this other stuff is happening, while we alphabetize the books, like, yeah, the world is burning, people are dying, and there's a big sadness, and that is the context in which we do this shit, and that's why we have to build something that fucking works, that isn't, like, Walmart is like Patreon in that you give each other money and you go about your fucking life and slowly but surely all your fucking money that is just the federal government prints dollars, they give them to you and then you go give them to Walmart and then Walmart buries them in Idaho. Uh, That's not... uh, The federal government very rarely gives me dollars. That's a new thing. 
it's an it's an uh, it's a new thing but it's also an old thing because the federal government fucking prints money they give it to a fucking bank that gives it to your fucking boss and then you waste away your fucking precious years doing bullshit for no fucking reason and then you give that fucking money to walmart and then they bury it in idaho i love this show i literally wouldn't listen to any other podcast <laughs> if i wasn't on this one I would just listen to this one. I feel like I was good. Mm. Um. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the idea of like, I mean, I haven't even thought of the metric system as being a platform. And that was pretty awesome talking about, I mean, just all measurements, like systems of measurement. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of now relate HTML to the metric system because they're both like agreed upon uh, collectively with like national accordances and shit like that. Yeah, the worldwide and, hacks. Yeah. And I mean, like just a unit of measurement, like looking at like a like political structure as like a unit of measurement instead of like a ways to control people, I guess, you know, like, like yeah. think about the yeah. blood quantum. Yeah. What is I the don't know blood quantum? Actually, what is that? <laughs> uh, I'm raising my hand. Uh, the blood quantum is a thing. If you're half Cherokee, you're Cherokee. If you're uh, According to Cherokee, you're Cherokee. You're like your in the tribe. Jewish, you're Jewish. If your dad's Jewish, you're not. If you're one sixty fourth Cherokee. You're not Cherokee. Hmm. And that's like a continuation of old school uh, measurements of whiteness on uh, right the, the descendant of that ideology. You mean yeah the the platform of humanness. You say that with such a disgruntled tone that you sound like you believe it sometimes. I know you don't. I'm just trying to clarify for anybody who listens to this out of context. The way you define, well, we're talking about the metric system and measuring things and the way people measure things, you know, it's phrenology. It's all phrenology when you get down to it. No. Phrenology is not the measuring of the head. Measuring heads just for data, just for just to find out, collect a large amount of information about the size of various heads. That is not phrenology. Phrenology is when you attempt to associate the measurements of the head with a value judgment about how a person is subjectively yeah, or objectively. When, when the only real fact about head measurements is that if we, use, if we measured all of our heads right now, we would find out that I have need to go to a special place to get a hat because my head is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so I grow it out so that it looks like it's mostly hair, but it's mostly head. Yo, Olin, what were you on? I, I feel like I interrupted with that shit. Oh, that's chill. Uh, I'm also a little bit like sleep deprived today, so I'm like trying to, you know, keep up, even though I've barely talked at all, which is my fault, honestly. But uh, I I don't know, like thinking of like uh, like a political system as like a unit of like a universal thing, like a unit of measurement is just interesting, like. Cause like I need, okay, I need to grow food. Like where does that information exist and how does it exist? It's a fucking universal measurement. It's like, oh, here's like an accepted like method of growing food and like distributing it to my my peers, you know? And like, that's kind of like what the metric system is. And, or I don't know, it's not. The that's metric just, system. Well, similarities in there and it's universality and it's yeah. well, lingual like, content. If you want to, the reason why I brought up blood quantum is because I, I took immediately took it to the darkest possible place, where it, it has 
Uh, <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> where it has direct uh, negative impacts on human bodies, right? On human lives. Yeah. And like knowing how to grow a potato, right? Like uh, knowing how to grow a potato or a tomato or fucking cabbages. Um, if everyone you know knows one way to do it, and then the weather changes, and then it doesn't work anymore. You have this negative impact on you. Like platforms have it's limitations. Also what HTML feels like. Yeah, like, yeah. HTML is limiting. Uh, <sighs> the metric system is limiting in ways that probably we could get really abstract. That probably be a fun conversation. But I feel yeah. like we have to do research and do math about it. I'm not. I'm not a physicist <laughs> though. So that's like. I mean, you know, like that's. Yeah, I could definitely get. Too complicated. I mean, the base. I mean, you could that. It's easy to steal, man. That would just like, there are so many other types other than base ten of math, and like we may learn other patterns about the world from learning those other types. But we're like so chauvinistic about having ten fingers. But for the most part, as a species, that we don't. So we just go with metric. Or mm. in America, we're so chauvinistic about like one random dude's foot that we're just gonna go with that, and that's gonna be how we do it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I was really digging your point about growing growing things as being like a platform both con conceptually as well as land like the knowledge yeah. of how to do the structure around that you know it's like i don't know i wish that my brain worked better right now but uh it's a superstructure this is the marxist term for it the the land is the structure and then the superstructure is how you relate to the land exactly like, yeah level and yeah. that's the platform. That's the that's what ideally, in my person, in my opinion, would be like, um, like uh, a fucking open source, like like shape recognition matrix for our fucking community, basically, like ways to like recognize patterns and to react to them in a way that is mutually beneficial for like our entire community, and ways that, to like plug into other communities, you know. But that's, that's why I'm advocating data farming. Yeah. Each of the fucking it's can life and god slime. Yeah. Can life. We all have our own fucking platforms, and our own platforms drift forever apart from each other, becoming infinitely independent as we yeah. are infinitely compressed into these tiny, tiny fucking worlds of our own. Build a second brain with Tiago Forte. This podcast brought to you by god writing slime. your own wiki about everything. Where you have. <laughs> infinitely complex platform that covers fucking everything and is constantly changing which is essentially unknowable unless you're fucking actively experiencing it yeah Vink Rausch actually wrote some shit I know you hate him but um Vinkatesh Rao wrote Vinkatesh Rao makes buzzwords for a living and some of them are good he's a he's a he's a like one man um twitter think tank and he He's a, a self-admitted neoliberal shill, so we don't have to worry about calling oh. him that. He We've already he made what? fun of him enough so that I can say that occasionally, Vinkatesh Rao. Yeah. That's a word that I would repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's no, he's right. interesting. He said. He said that. Um, he said that the being on Twitter is like. It, uh, the, he, it was in the context of talking about like things like Rome Research or Obsidian, um, the like so personal wiki software, or Tiago Forte's Build a Second Brain course, which 
we should get into some other time uh, because because that shit is total ultimate clown shit. But um, he's, these ideas are all like you build a second brain, you put a, like a little, uh, you you like make your own wiki. You're doing knowledge work, knowledge labor, and you're like consulting and shit. So you have to have like this place where you keep all your notes, and it's cool to keep all your notes in a wiki with bidirectional linking. It is cool. I, or the original vision for hypertext is still yet to be realized. True hypertext has never been tried. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can, he, he says you can do that, or you can put your brain into the global social computer in the cloud, which is like being on Twitter. And he's perceived the, or contrasts these as two poles, one where you like go into deep work mode and you like go into a retreat and do some like super deep work and you get away and go log off from everything. And the other one is where you're like super deep in being logged into the world. And, and it says in one, you're building a second brain outside of yourself to store all your like knowledge as a, of your brand or whatever. And then in the other one, you are the second brain for the global social computer in the cloud. You are a notepad for a fucking Twitter to write itself on or, and, and, or the, the new network of podcasts or fucking like zines in the mail, whatever it is like, at Twitter speed, or at um, or any of the ramifications that happen slower than that, but are ultimately attached to Twitter, you're like getting some level of the future. And he says you get two years if you're fully if you're fully fucking faced with global social computer. You're just wired into the fucking cyber, and you're just like finding out what the new discourse is every second. And you're just pulling refresh, just fucking just pulling it. You would um, you would be like two years in the future. That's what he says. And if you and you could be like as far back as like being six thousand years in the past and like reading ancient classics from the Greeks and the Chinese and just like living in that world and or you and or anywhere in between. Damn, interesting. So like, uh, I mean, this is it. It sounds like it's basically just using Twitter as like a uh, like a zeitgeist for like a reference point of the zeitgeist. It's because it's like. Yes, yes, but as He's a way a guy of who refers to selfness as a brand, so oh. his terms are fucked up. No, he doesn't return. I, I did that actually myself. <laughs> um, but like, you're you're. But some people do. No, I was. That's referring to some to people like uh, the ones who are very public about having um, a get it done system or a second brain system or whatever, where you're like. You're like building your, you're building yourself, your your attitude towards your own mind, like a corporation. Where you have to have a fucking like style guide to your own shit and like a written down memory of everything you ever thought of, rather than just letting it sort of mishmash in a large cauldron and seeing what sort of things bubble up. Like, yeah, like that's kind of like journaling. It sounds like journaling to me. Like dear, <laughs> dear diary. Yeah, it's macho journaling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hardcore yeah. hypertext macho journaling in public, or not. Ongoing. But... My favorite bit, in general, is taking something that Vinkatesh Rao said, and just chewing on it until it's something a kid would say. <laughs> 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 oh, for like for a brand shit for like self branding shit. Yeah. 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 Like. You know, like eventually everything Vinkatesh Rao says comes down to like what table you're gonna sit at in the cafeteria. 
Like, weird. I, I, that's because it's, it's, not your that, it's not weird at all. That's the thing. It's not weird. No, but dude, listen, he's not he, weird. He's, he's, he's normal as fuck. He's normal as fuck. He wants God slime, dude. That's what he's saying. He says, uh, he says in the thread, he's like, I live two years in the future because that's where I need to be at from what I do, which means I don't even really write anything anymore. I don't know what I'm, how I'm a blogger or anything because I just be on Twitter all the time. But people pay me to do this, so and, wow. And he's, I, I, it's so, it's so lovely, it's so obnoxious. He's very normal, totally a type of person that we know. So he's, but he's just like, he basically just writes about that, like that meta shit, as in like self branding and like future commentary basically or just political commentary like what's going, going, yeah, he, was, he was actually uh i think the best example of like where he's positioned himself is he he was once he was at one point hired by andreessen horowitz also known as a16z the like biggest and most um prestigious venture capital firm to write a 12 or a uh, a like year-long weekly newsletter about the concept of software eating the world, which is a concept that come up with by Mark Andreessen. Hmm. So he has has an interesting way of thinking. He is not at all shy about being like, yeah, I'm a corporate consultant. You can fucking hire me to tell you how to manage your employees. He is not a communist. But he also wants Godslime. He also wants to be completely faced so hard on Twitter that his body is just a walking storage and coordination point for the discourse to like froth through and he and that thus he's like given himself up to a god that is larger than himself interesting yeah Yeah. but he fully he's a fully owned and operated subsidiary of the capital e economy that is as we all know here on this podcast an alien computer from the future that has come to suck the time just suck the time. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. It, well, that's true. Well, that's it's why we need. Your time. So it's going to the whole So listen. Here's my. Here's my wake up. Break means, dawn and break rock. Big rocks and a little rocks. Until one day your back gives out. And they're going to flop you on the head. They're going to throw you in a hole in Idaho with the pit. Think of that. Gonna have. That's t-shirts. T-shirts available on the site. Yeah. Go to our <laughs> store. Buy Don't fucking act like that's my fucking quote. Don't fucking act like that's my quote. That's Django on Unchained. That's fucked up. They're going to block you on the head and they're going to throw you in the hole in Idaho with potatoes. That part. That can, I, that was, you're, you're doing your own memes now. You're responsible for your, the spin you put onto cultural intellectual property. No, listen. Speaking of intellectual property, let me get back on my fucking shit right here. If we create incredibly large data sets that are well-maintained and filled with uh, metadata, and we put them into the public, or the uh, the pure production license, so that you can use these to train your own AIs, but not uh, use any commercial AIs, but unless you're going to be part of a commune or syndicate or a worker-owned co-op so everybody can use the stuff in the data commune but except corporate capitalists and then we can all continue to um, 
develop value and actually even tools and actually even artificial intelligences that are tools using our own data sets and it will all belong to all of us and you won't have to hang out with people you don't like you just hang out with people you like and build stuff and give it to the data commune while also producing it locally and on your 3d printer for money because people need shit like sandal on a totally material level waste your criticism the the idea of a data commune is super fucking important and people that don't get with that are just not paying attention because it's the correct thing to do yeah. uh, the, the law the copyright law law there's the law that exists and then there's the law that is written and the law that is written is a ruse to prevent you from looking at the law that exists because the law that exists is a fucking alien computer that wants to bop you on the head and throw you in the fucking Idaho hole. The, the and we need <laughs> and to enforce a copy left, like a real copy left, like you're talking about. You need like the Chaz can't just fucking you can't just roll up like oh we're doing this now. Everyone agrees we're doing this now. Because uh, everyone will agree that you're doing that now, and some people will be like, "Yes, we agree you're doing that," and now we're going to shoot you while you're sleeping. And so you need all these physical uh, regulators, right? Like, so it's not just data; it's uh, it's safety, it's public safety, it's um, you know relational in many ways, and a big part of relational uh, physical reality. Like, if you view physical reality as relational, a big part of that is hostility and ending people. Uh, this is a podcast about stochastic informational consciousness raising, in which we do materialism as a method of raising your spiritual awareness so you will be able to see through which parts are ironic. Which parts are stochastic? Parody redacted. <laughs> no, you don't. In, you don't listen. Sleep. You don't have to end people if you can mind control. It. That's the actual <laughs> fucking real truth of yeah. the pop, the of the politics of the last fifty years. Yeah. If it's cheaper to kill somebody than to control their fucking life, then they'll kill you. But usually, it's cheaper to control their fucking life. So, right, it what? has been and it will be more. But let me, let me. I just want to also, I just want to say, there's more going on than just the concept of data commune. In the original telecommunist manifesto, he talks about venture communism, and it's complicated. I'm gonna try to explain it to you, but if you make fun of it, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna pull my head back inside of my shell, and I'm not gonna come out until we're doing jokes. All right. So let me tell you why I there's that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we should do more of that. The uh, please. Shell. Uh, wait, we should do more of which part? The head outside of shell part, and the disclaimer of like, hey, my head is outside of my shell. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that the, I know that like generally I don't like the currently existing system of like laws and their enforcement but I do see that a lot of people recognize them and I think like finding the slot at which you 
actually like can af can affect where you can stick your platform between some other platforms and start to leverage those platforms in different directions is important and not just like flailing around or doing things because they're ideologically fun or like seem righteous but are not strategic but i'm i'm about fucking figuring out what to actually do and try to win right so the the idea that um i think i can explain is of venture communism is one where and we could we should try to get dimitri kleiner on the show to talk to us about this because he i have seen where he was writing about it in like 2010 through 2013 i don't know where he's at now um the the venture commune is like a collect it's like a federation of collectives so you guys are familiar with federated communes it's kind of an idea that you can like all have health insurance on the same plan even though you might be different like weird off-grid factories slash farms slash like uh weed barns or whatever off the grid it's but th in this way in a venture commune you if you want to add some capital you it, a venture commune captures the idea of rents and uses them as a way of creating a collective pool of capital that no one person can control can completely like monopolize but that is like collectively held and you do it by if you want to get some capital if say you wanted to get a new microphone for podcasting because podcasting is the most lucrative type of manufacturing in the american economy right um but and you needed to like produce some content multiple dollars a month you can make dollars at least several. Right. at least several dollars possibly even five <laughs> thank you to all of our patrons and all of our future patrons who are listening to this retroactively because they started from the beginning and they're like now i give you guys money and i feel good you're heard too we listen to the future over here you're seen you're valued um i was trying to say you fucking take out a bond you collectively, you put up a, a bond, not exactly a junk bond, but like a bond, like a Kickstarter type of thing. Um, and you say, I want to get a new podcasting microphone. I need $120. Um, can you guys buy these like shares in my future rent of the podcast? And each one is 10 bucks. Can you give me 10 bucks? And I will pay you back 10 bucks next month. And over a year, I will pay back 10 bucks to everybody or like whatever the division is, I will pay rent on the thing, the capital that I've rented from the commune to use to make stuff as a means of production. And then from then the podcast is still, I'm still renting it or it goes back into the commune or it's around, somebody's renting it, whoever wants to, whoever can bid the most for it at that point from the stuff, the month from. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They fucking got him! They fucking got him! God damn it! Damn it! You, sir, have information relating to the arrest and departure of Hillary Clinton or something. <laughs> Jeff, somebody, listen. This is not a joke. Somebody, somebody in Albuquerque. I, it was not me. Put a statue of Jeffrey Epstein downtown Albuquerque this morning. A bronze yeah, statue. A bronze statue with a plaque. The plaque is written in Comic Sans. That's how you know it wasn't me. And it, which details the many, many court cases against Jeffrey Epstein. Lists them all off. 
for pedo shit and mentions his New Mexico ranch where he was trying to do the bad kind of transhumanism. Where he was building the fucking Epstein Barr virus along with William Barr, our current attorney general. Uh, where so they fucking injected that's their all made up. Don't, don't into a herpes virus this and then injected no, into no. no. fucking stuff teenagers did. who they then sent out to fuck a bunch of people who they presumed would reproduce. Hey, oh, uh, hey, so that they would live forever because they're fucked up. They did not, not your personality, so fuck you. This is a mythos from a Parliament album, I believe. <sighs> no, the okay, every everybody knows. Young Lord was talking about some systemic, fucking, how to do venture communism stuff, and the technicalities of it. Uh, I'm almost are very done with the phone. Say what? I was almost done with the technicalities of it. Okay. If you want to continue, you should continue. I have like one criticism that's not a criticism that's like a. You can. Continue. I was waiting for the punchline, honestly. The fucking all right. Here's the here's the punchline. Now we all own a microphone. If I'm done using it, I just throw it back in the bucket. Whoever wants to use it to record their podcast and make get their big bucks from the Patreon money and the small business loans is now able to use the microphone. They will rent it from the commune, paying everyone a basic income. Ideally, it works out in such a way because you're able to freely associate and like do commerce in your own places and you don't have to hang out with assholes and you don't have to all be part of one big commune. You can, you can slime mold, you can be sporulated everywhere and you just start making money by 3D printing stuff that other people invented and put in the venture commune and you can rent a, vent, a 3D printer from the venture commune for less than you're making or if you're if you're like chilling your legs broken and you're like chilling you need to just like not work for a while and not make more money than the, the, the standard then you just chill and you're you get subsidized by your basic income from the collective rent which is paid out to all of the members all the time that's yeah. the fucking that's, fucking sweet. that's fucking sweet yeah that's kind of like that's, like that's how like, graphic, like library like what is it library anarchism or whatever or library, library social depends okay. who you uh, like library socialism yes or whatever I don't fucking whatever the seriously call the on some good stuff yeah mm-hmm. one Damn. what you had yeah you what me about what oh anyways I was just saying that's awesome that's all I had to say. Fucking, what's that, uh, what's that guy's name? Bookchin? Yeah. You think Bookchin uh, would like it? <laughs> Whatever. Bookchin, Death Grips? That's, that's yeah, idea. okay, so, band name. But the shit I was gonna say, though, um, the hell of capitalism is the act of capitalism, is the territory of capitalism. And so, like, you can see in the you know like the communes that exist like the constant tension of like there's the the people that deal with the business side of things and like are forced to think with a business mind and uh, are forced to constantly be like well we should take advantage of this and fuck these people over and then deal with some fucking hippies who instead of being like no actually we should do it just enough so that we can get by and be all good what the feedback they get isn't like constructive you know like the business people when they go too far into capital they they don't get 
they don't get anti-capitalist feedback. They get like, well, what if we all just fucking not wear pants on Thursdays feedback? They like, they get garbage feedback. Like, You're talking about like the, the, the inherent like uh, communication problems between different hi- tiers of the hierarchy? Yeah, and like the, the production of the hierarchy is very much a, a product of that. Like the people that, you know, I, I'm on the commune, I fuck up my leg, I'm not working, right? I start smoking a whole bunch of weed. I start talking about how the commune needs a fucking uh, uh, aquaculture setup. I, you know, like aquaculture bidet. I'm giving myself right in this instance the the fuck up. Let's give the fuck up full credit as if like they were a hard worker. They're a good person. Everybody likes them. They've just been fucking doing a shitload of codeine because they have a broken fucking leg. You're talking about the freeloader effect. Yeah, freeloading. Um, you produce not data. Just you already uh, produced some data. You're still worthwhile. Your, your data exists. Your data continues to be produced. Yes, but also yeah, all of a sudden you don't give a fuck about how much peanut butter the peanut butter factory is making. You give a fuck about, uh, you know, you want bullshit to happen. And it's essentially bullshit because we're viewing it through the lens as participants in a capitalist society but to that person it's not bullshit and that's the tension is that like your personal life is not bullshit but your personal life is not profitable and uh, the uh, there's always going to be that tension and you have to diffuse shit in the end you have to be homies with the motherfuckers you commune with <laughs> is the, no, like I reject that entirely I hate that you, know, you have to build the shit you have to you have to share a grill and there's a way no. to share a grill no, you have to be able to share a grill with somebody in uh, fucking the other side of the world, and all of the other sides of the world. I can't even think of a single place yeah. you have yeah. to be able to like share a grill with, because there is one atmosphere, there is one like ability to like. There's like one, basically one big nuke wad yeah. that everybody gets to share, and if one the person I'm talking about is scale, like, we're not disagreeing. Not it's not scalable. Grillage is not scalable. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, the problem scales. The problem is the, the same down here as it is up there. The, the, problems of, the, the problems of human coordination are now and will forevermore be global. There is no more just localism. Because we, yeah. you can't put the fucking genie back in the bottle of your mind and be like, oh, now China doesn't exist and isn't doing stuff over there. And There's the capital E economy. And then there's a capital G gang shit, and we want to be doing gang shit. We don't want to be doing that economy bullshit. Right. We no, want to be fucking steak. Yeah. Yes. The, the ideal, the ideal of this situation is not that it continues to produce a lot more capital than it, um, and and like, and it's the point of it is is exactly the opposite. It does not optimize. Because when you only own one type of, when you only own one hunk of capital, you you optimize. I only own shelves, so I have a bookstore. I do not have a butchery because I do not have meat hooks, and it would be weird and ineffective for me to get into shelves and meat hooks. You need they need the same amount of space. Like you need you different rooms, types of warmth and dryness for them. So that causes capital to specialize. But if, if you if with intellectual property, but also with like physical property, 
you are cap- we are capable of putting it into something like a land trust that is then able to, you can you can have a coordinating system such as uh, like auctions and markets in the small internal systems like who needs to use the tractor right now is the person that will pay ten bucks instead of nine bucks a day to use it, but yeah. that. That ultimately is designed to continue sucking in new ca- new capital objects and then just circulating them forever more within the commune, uh, within the. See, within other the people are like, "Fuck it, I just want to grill." They're talking about actually grilling and they're talking about not giving a fuck. When I talk about, I just want to grill. The grill, like humans, part of being a human, is like the people that you sit around the fire with are the people you give a fuck about, yeah. and to connect all the grills together is a huge fucking thing and like to accumulate all of the capital and make it not capital is a huge fucking thing like to accumulate right? yeah like at the block party you it doesn't matter everywhere. how much anything costs yes and let's make the global universal intergalactic block party happen like the processes like at the the weird the weird points at the protest at the block party they have similar things where the rules are suspended the uh the scarcity is suspended you know the liminal space the fear very often is suspended it's a different type of fear it's there's still fear but it's different qualities like there's a fear of shame rather than a fear of being kidnapped and murdered by fucking policemen like so I forget who it was that said that anxiety is the uh, modern emo- the emotion of modernity. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. the thing that the city produces upon your mind is anxiety, and that anxiety is designed designed to ex- make you exactly like un- so uncomfortable that you will go to the place to push the button for the pellet. Yeah. And it has been for a long time. I mean, who was the fuck? We were we were arguing with some Marxists the other day about. B.F. Skinner? Like, so, yeah. Marxists I'm, think... I'm that, not going to be a humanist, but jeez. Yeah. Dude, as, as someone who's very into cybernetics, if you don't consider cybernetics to be an opposing force to your own shit, you have no shit. <laughs> it's, uh, I love cybernetics. Yeah, me but, too. But it is trying to encourage me be in a cabinet um i think i think that brings it back kind of to the idea of like farming as platform because farming is not a platform just of land and of like the human interactions of like when do you plant and when do you harvest who knows when the rain will come and why should you believe them but like the plants actually invented making sunlight into food and that's a platform like dna atp that's a fucking platform that we are like all running on and ultimately like because the whole atmosphere couldn't have this much oxygen in it if all of the creatures weren't balancing their carbon dioxide and oxygen levels constantly in an ecological like um virtuous cycle you really can't have anything without the gaia platform at least not as a Gaia-based humanoid life form. You just like are part of the oxygen loop of the planet, and so we're all ultimately 
like operating on a platform built on like fucking cyanobacteria and the way that we can plug into their shit. So we, we need to model ourselves on that. Be, be able to end the cyanobacteria created the oxygen explosion and the uh, venture commune or something like it using the symbolism of property against the idea of private property by communally owning more and more of the property of the world would be like an oxygen explosion event which the cyanobacteria were like we produce oxygen in the atmosphere and everybody else was like that will fucking kill us all those and they can't breathe and also it's flammable is there and, like a text that you can like uh like reference for uh this whole venture communism thing because this is fucking super interesting and yeah so it's the telecommunist manifest by dimitri kleiner cool uh from the early 2000s Occupy era, like vibes. Very good stuff. I remember it from then, but then I just looked into it again now and I was like, I think this might actually like be possible now because we have the capability of collecting, of like communally curating data sets, which is very cheap and quick to do. And pretty much anybody can do with their phone, which is like, not everybody has a phone, but it is more and more of an equalizer. Yeah. Like if you can just swipe left and right on data sets and say, this is an alley, this is a street, this is an alley, this is a street. This is a hot girl. This is not a hot girl. Whatever. Fucking Tinder for dogs. This is a dog. This is not a dog. Mm-hmm. The the whole the whole data collection infrastructure is currently designed to sell the users to the advertisers. But if it was designed instead to collect and anonymize the data of the users to then use for the creation of models that can and and software that can compete with Google, but then it's like you use Android, but you instead you own a piece of Google, and it pays you every month because you use Android, and you could hide your own shit. You could like delete your shit and unjoin if you want. On uh, <clears throat> part four of the platform conversation, because this is currently part three, uh, we need to talk about race as a platform because it's the most horrifying fucking thing I can think of and it's at this point really fucking me up I the, don't uh, have there are folks uh, my stomach is already beginning to twist because what you're just talking about using Android and getting paid for using Android uh, uh, Karuk motherfuckers get uh, a couple grand they turn 21 or something and um, it does not like I think those folks are the shit they're my favorite that's my favorite place to be because they are good I like those people but the the economics of it is uh, has a hard time dealing with the, the global capital E economy and um, the uh, the the idea of identity as a platform of like the really deep cutting human shit like we're still talking about systems we're still talking about all these ways it can work and we're not talking about how everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face and if you put the shit into motion like it is a good plan and it's going to get fucking punched in the face by the biggest arm in the universe. Right. So it has to be the best plan. Like, it has to be solid. It has to be, like, 
the uh, yeah. we're kind I mean, of a punch moment though right now. And that also, we, yeah, also we're currently getting punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the ultimate lesson is that the, everybody did have a plan, and then they got punched in the mouth, and now everybody's like, "What is the new plan?" And a lot of people were like, "We're gonna do uh, marching again or slash occupy." Some people were like, "We're gonna do some effective shit, like take all of the shit out of the police shop and burn it," and then now we have their shit, and we're gonna ride a tank home, and that was cool, and that might actually have been the only effective thing that happened. But, a lot, and I wasn't there for any of it, so I don't know. But it, the the actual like the actual effect of it was pretty quickly like wrapped up and 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 nozzled down uh, by the the is existing like forces that want free belief. But there is going to be continually more belief as we go through fucking rolling lockdowns for the next, I think now two years, is my guess. Our our boy is sneezing. He muted his microphone. He's good. Okay. What were you saying? Democratic confederalism is probably a platform. Oh, yeah, that's true. But the, the main thing is like the, the, the concept of focusing on the platform, focusing on the connection between people and the ability not to standardize things but to be able to translate things between people and and be able to gather collectively information and synthesize it is ultimately the project of the 21st century and it's trying to be accomplished by a lot of different people with a lot of different types of force um, folks the data is bigger than you and you're not going to find a conclusion. You're going to fall forever. Because space is falling. And it's fine. As long as you're attached to the Gaia platform. Well, when you're attached to the Gaia platform, everything seems normal. And like, down that way. Down is towards the middle of the fucking agglomeration. And up is away from the agglomeration. So, when the process happens, down is the middle of the fucking mob up is away from the mob and do you want to orbit the mob or do you want to be up in the shit really as we all know you want to be at the edge of the mob but uh, in the end it's you're all going to get fucking black bagged anyways it doesn't fucking matter this is the most nihilistic uh, black pills retreat kind of a sentence yeah, think of that when you're fucking falling out of the fucking helicopter onto the fucking U.S. carrier over and over again until you fucking tell them what they want to know. You've been on the internet too oh long. I didn't hear that shit on the internet. I heard that from a fucking Navy guy. They'll fucking beat the shit out of you. You'll be in the fucking room with a fucking Barney song playing, and they'll fucking throw you out of a fucking helicopter with a bag over your fucking head. And you're thinking you're falling in the fucking ocean, but you hit the deck of a fucking U.S. fucking air carrier. And then they fucking pick you up, beat the shit out of you, throw you back in the fucking room with the fucking Barney song playing again, and then they throw you out of a fucking helicopter until you tell them what they want to know, or they're done with you. And then you hit the fucking water, and you're over. And that's where we're all fucking going. Because this is a fucking civil war, and it's fucking done. No. Uh, Motherfuckers are yeah. not ready. We're done. It's fun to say, but ultimately, 
I think the people who are committed to attempting to maintain the civilization platform are going to uh, manage to muddle through for the most part by being in the center of the mob and like going to that edge is not necessarily a choice but be just like having thought crimes crime thoughts or just like being the uh the wrong like flavor of person just being too expensive to keep alive versus how much is available on the planet like that's a fucking lifestyle that nobody can abide and i think that so far bread and circuses has kept the rich from being eaten and i think they will continue with that as long as it's possible and i think ultimately every fucking version of rulers that every cycle of rulers that comes up is going to attempt to stabilize to, to create any kind of like global-ish civilization platform and i think any prediction of like every time that so far that you or i or any of us have predicted oh now it's going to be the fucking like uh suddenly it's american revolution too like everybody's like having a fucking like blast changing the system Everything's like exploding. I just don't think it's like historically things don't happen that much. Not Are you guys just getting fireworks? That, or is that gun? Jesus Christ. Yes! Is it closer than usual? Right out my window. Is it just your roommates? Is it the cops? Film them. Who is shooting them? Y'all heard the conspiracy theories about how they're fucking distributing fireworks and like shooting off fireworks to keep people from sleeping and keeping anxiety up? Oh, it's yeah. like the dumbest conspiracy theory I've ever fucking heard in my life. That's the most real conspiracy theory. The idea of fucking being black bagged for talking on a podcast is way, way more drastic than the idea of like the cops just like distributing fireworks so that everybody starts exploding them so there's an excuse to call the cops on people. So we're not gonna get black bagged for being on a podcast. We're gonna get black bagged for being fucking gay or having dreadlocks or looking stupid. <laughs> yeah, they they came for the gays, and I I was not gay. They hit the dreadlocks, and I was like, I don't have dreadlocks anymore. I'm safe. And then they came for the looking stupid, and that was me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucked up. I've been drinking this whole fucking time, and now it's like... But episode... Right now, I want several what? beers. You had one to several beers? I said I want a beer right now. I want several beers. You mm. have beers. Look, Look at those at beers. The capital right there. Oh, folks. We don't do it's a video. A, it's empty. They're empty. Let me tell you that that meant... This is... And I don't listening to this ever. This is yeah. fourth... This is episode four, which is never being released. Greg no, leave. This this you, is part three of the platform episode. Okay, uh, are we done yet? Uh, I'm so tired. I might have to go to sleep. Yeah. Actually, I might drink beers. Sorry. See, come join us next time for the final and full. It's never going to happen. Fallacious. No, 
It's an imaginary Our episode that's never going to exist. Most of this Don't episode doesn't exist. Him. Don't fucking tell him. Let him fucking look for it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, officer. I didn't realize. They're going to be trying to fucking wrap up their case and shit. <laughs> there join is no us. episode. Yeah, join us next time. Same bat place, same bat time, etc. Send us your fucking money. We'll put it to good use. It'll be great. Venture communism. Why are you? Yeah, venture communism. That's the new thing. Um, yeah. You're being boomer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we're gonna meet someday in the crumbled financial institutions of this land. There will be tables and chairs, there'll be pony rides and dancing bears, there'll even be a band. Cause listen, after the fall, there'll be no more countries, no currencies at all. We're gonna live on our wits, we're gonna throw away survival kiss, trade butterfly, nice right or And that's not all. Whoa, there will be snacks, there will. There will be snacks, there will be. There will be snacks.